Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Everybody, Fawlty Goody, another slightly shorter episode of Sure It'll Be Grand, our uh, lovely, lovely podcast where two of us Irish Aegis talk about movies and stuff. Um, my name is Owen, and with me as always is Dan. Yeah. He is here. He's just awake, but he's here, ready to rock. And When is this airing again? Oh, immediately. Immediately, great. Um, okay, yes, that's grand. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, are we doing this live? Are we? Ah, oh, this shit. is live. We are live <laughs> to the world right now. Yeah, no, we're doing we're doing a a, a quick review. Uh, finally, in a year of like nonstop delays and horribleness, an actual blockbuster was released. <laughs> sort of, I I saw it in the cinema. I was lucky enough to get to see it in the cinema. Don't think block, like many busting many blocks. I'm afraid. No, I don't think so. But we're we're talking about Wonder Woman 1984. The sequel to 2017's breakout DC superhero movie, at, at least, I, I mean, guess. it was very impressive um, being DC's, what, third, fourth movie? And being the first good one. You, I will not stand for Man of Steel slander on this <laughs> podcast, all right? <laughs> Man of Steel is okay, a fucking good movie. Okay, the first movie. one that had mass appeal and was good. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, fair enough. I, I wasn't as... Enamored with it as most yeah. people, the 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 final act, like as good as the rest of it was, the final act was bad enough that it kind of deflated my opinion of the whole yeah. thing. But we're well, not here I, to talk I, about I, that. Without going too much into the first movie, I always said the first movie was, and I know there's going to be DC fans who are going to hate me for this, but it was like an average Marvel movie. Which yeah, made it very good for a DC movie. Yeah, it's pretty middle <laughs> yeah. of the road. Like it was, yeah. it was, it was surprising in the fact that it was a. 80% competently made movie from DC. It wasn't like a yeah. shit show from start to finish. So that was pleasant. But this time, yeah. Wonder Woman 1984, which reunites director Patty Jenkins with uh, Gal Gadot as Diana Prince, yeah. as she attempts to... Great programming um, software. <laughs> no one will get that except like two people who ever <laughs> listen to this. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this one, ki- uh, I mean, Diana Prince is... She's living a really lovely life. She's, you know, she's fine. It's 1984 for no apparent reason other than I think a an attempt to cash in on the like massive 80s nostalgia that was everywhere. But this kind of came out, you know, it was an attempt to conquer an already oversaturated yeah. market of nostalgia, and it came too yeah. late for it for me to make it fun. Like. I get, yeah. you know, it was, it could have, it could have come out in, you know, if it had come out maybe when it was supposed to, originally, like back in July or whatever, maybe, it, like a, it, you know. Yeah, like a summer movie. Like a summer, it does feel like a summer movie. For most of it. And then. Yeah, yeah. Then it's Christmas at one point. Yeah. For some reason. It, it doesn't really, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Was that, that a, I don't know. Was that Christmas. a reshoot? Oh, anyway, look. Yeah, um, sh- look, shall we go through some of the cast? And s- well, I mean, the big one is uh, Chris Pine's back. 
Chris Pine is back. And I will say, just well, just right off died. the just just right off the top before we start, we will we're gonna do our best not to spoil anything major in the movie, but there might be some small you know, it's it's hard to talk about a movie and review it without mentioning something specifically. So just yeah. if you care about that stupid shit, maybe you wanna go and watch Wonder Woman before you listen to somebody talk about it. Whoop. We'll probably hint at how plots get going and then try to be very ambiguous with how they end. I think that's probably how we're going to... Yeah, that's how we're going to attempt to approach it. But please, you know, feel free to shout at us if you consider Chris Pine is in the movie to be a spoiler. I don't know. Just say something to us, a comment section. (laughs) Please, (laughs) please, we need to eat. Like, Kazi has (laughs) been trying to be extra racist recently and everything. I've been really trying. I'm trying to to get something (laughs) going. And I might try it again here today, but no, we'll see. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. But Wonder Woman 1984, of course, stars Gal Gadot again as Diana Prince. Mm -hmm. Chris Pine is back as Steve Trevor. Yeah. Uh, Kind of. He's yeah he w- sort of in a in a way Chris Pine is back he's in yeah. the movie and yeah Chris Pine back and the character Steve Trevor is back however uh, okay I mean okay right we we'll start I'll just start we'll give you a very just very quick run of the mill plot summary yeah. so kind I'll of thing. start a little bit okay so uh, Wonder Woman um, a very strong empowered uh, woman who is all about doing the right thing by herself and a bit of a lone wolf, has been pining over some fella for seven decades. Yep. Yeah, it's been 70 years. And yeah, uh, she has progressed. And some fella, do you know him for a couple of months, maybe, tops, really? Yeah, I didn't know him presumably. That long. No, not long at all. You know, I mean, fine, you know, whatever. I mean, it was, it was war, a big, so maybe it was a you great, closer. You know, they were in love. It was a big romance. And then he yeah. sacrificed himself to save the world or whatever. But it's been 70 years, Dan. 70. Yeah. And you're kind of a mortal already. Like, you don't, you know, can you not come in our relationship? Uh, look, I mean, she, he was the first man she ever met, sort of, I yeah. guess, wasn't he? I don't know. He was her first. I mean, look, you know, I'm a straight guy, but like, if I was a, a, a gal uh, um, on an island and the first man I ever met was Chris Pine, I'd probably get attached as well. He's a handsome would, guy. Yeah, he's a handsome yeah, he's man. he's a handsome fellow. You know? If he was, yeah, I mean, I guess everybody else had a a lot to live up to after Chris Pine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, is he smaller? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. So the mo- the plot essentially right. Diana Diana Prince, aka Wonder Woman, sort of lives in yeah Washington D.C. now, and she works for the Smithsonian. Uh, as yeah, a in the weirdest museum back room ever, it looks like a weird fantasy idea of what a museum mm. working area would look like. Yeah, it's I don't know. It's it's uh, it the whole thing in, in in that sense to me is is odd in just that like they don't ever really they never really say that like oh yeah Diana like went to college and got herself a doctorate and like got this job or anything it's it's kind of just like well diana prince that's what she does in the comics i guess so it, she does that now do you think she just went do you think she just went to, to like a museum background where there's a bunch of professors just that point and they're thinking saying oh this is that 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 this is this oh this is what that language says and they went uh, well, look you don't have a professor but like you just yeah like did 100 years of study for us so uh yeah, yeah go on yeah you're pretty hot and you, re- you know you're uh 
Roman Greek mythology pretty well, I think. Almost like you lived it. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> yeah. Oh, gemnology. <laughs> That's the first one I heard. I've never heard gemnology before. I mean, I'm sure it exists, but I've never heard uh, it. No, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's, it's odd. She works at the Smithsonian yeah. now, and she's, like, doing Wonder Woman stuff, on kind yeah. of, I guess. But it's, you know, it's it's implied that she's, like, doing it in secret. And it's it's only... They throw a line or two in every once in a while that where Wonder Woman's like, "Don't tell anybody that I'm Wonder Woman or what you saw here or whatever," just just solely I think so they can like keep up the pretense that she was a secret and Batman had to like work to find out who she was or whatever. Yeah, but the whole movie then I would say blows yeah, that just away. Just one thing for the museum thing, right? Um, you know they they show as being very competent. Like she knows her history even beyond her culture and all that kind of stuff. It's very impressive. Um, but then she reads something in Latin, and there's another woman there, uh, played by Kirsten Wig, Barbara Minerva, who looks at her and goes like, oh my god, you speak Latin. And I feel like that's not the rarest things in, amongst archaeologists. No, it's... Latin is, like, <laughs> probably the most accessible ancient language. You know? yeah. Like, yeah. it's Latin. People it's still speak it. It was still taught until, like, a few... Yeah. Decades ago, in most schools, like yeah, I mean it's oh my god, I'm pretty sure my parents were taught a bit of Latin in school. You know, like yeah. priests still speak it; they have to learn it. It's not, you know, the yeah. Catholic Church still exists and they use Latin daily. It's not yeah. like a, you know, I'd say, and even then, she's an archaeologist, so speaking an ancient language is not like, a, you know. Even if even if they've been like, wow, it's an Egyptian. Oh my God, you speak Egyptian. You're working at the Smithsonian. How do you not think yeah. somebody here is going to speak Latin or Egyptian or <laughs> like ancient Mayan or something? It's it's the Smithsonian. Yeah. Like, you, you yeah. I know you're only here a I day, agree. Barbara, and you're a bit awkward, but like, come on, <laughs> Barbara, who clearly has, and uh, maybe it's just me, the biggest crush on Diana Prince. Ah, yeah. There's that. De- there's there's more. There's more going on there this time around than there is between Steve and Diana, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it's, but, that's, um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Like, Kristen Wiig, like Barbara Minerva in this, is is just, she's just the Batman Forever comic book trope. She's Electro yeah. from <laughs> The Amazing Spider-Man 2. She's Uma Thurman's Poison Ivy. She's a yeah. slightly awkward, oh my God, she wears glasses, so she's ugly. And like, She's clumsy, and then she gets superpowers and turns into a super confident villain for yeah unknown reasons. And it's like, <sighs> fine, whatever. That's yeah. a thing. Uh, I, yeah, I guess that would be one of our small little spoilers. But I think anyone who watched the trailer and has yeah, I mean, you know, like she's of Wonder Woman or cinema in general would have gone. Ah, yeah, that's what's happening. Well, she's <laughs> cheetah. You, everybody knows she's cheetah. Like it's it it's it's gonna happen at some point. Like that she becomes cheetah. She was in the trailers as a cat. Well, my question is, is she a jellical cat? Uh, actually, she looked better in the um, that whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> they 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 tried to morph her a little bit into oh, a human like cat. I don't know what a je- weird. I don't know what a jellical cat means. Still, so there's a whole song she, about him, man. Come be. on. <laughs> Anyway, look, let's move on. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, so she's um, in it. Pedro Pascal is Maxwell Lord, who is... Well, which is, of course, the way. This is the way. This is the way. He's the the villain? Yeah. Sort of? He kind of is. Yeah, Yeah, he's kind of a... He's the desperate man of the movie that turns things to shit. 
Yeah, yeah, essentially. But that's, I think, uh, one of the main gripes I had with this this whole thing is that, like, if you're going to, like, I get it, or I, I, like, before anybody says anything, I understand that the sequel got made because the first one made a billion dollars and it was really popular. So, obviously, from that standpoint, it's going to make a sequel. Fine, whatever. But the movie itself should give you a reason as to why this character is back. Like, a sequel should have something in it that can say, okay, Wonder Woman's back, and this is because we need to tell this story. She, she still has things to learn, and she still has things to accomplish. But the movie doesn't give you that. She still has magic spells to cast on jet fighters. There's no, like... By about 40 minutes into this movie, you're still there's still no real reason why Diana, why they're back, why Diana's here, why it's 1984. They never really say, well, you know, why why didn't Wonder Woman help out in World War Two or the Vietnam War or the Korean War? Like, why, yeah. what has she been doing for 70 years? Nothing, I apparently. Suppose I, th- I think that the problem is the movie doesn't really focus on the Cold War too much. That's clearly something that was meant to be important. I think they were going to jump on, but it only kind of gets mentioned in the background near the end of the movie. Like. Yeah, see, and I, th- I feel like that was, I think they decided to set it, first of all, I get it, right? So they were like, well, we, we want, want it just to be about Wonder Woman. So we're going to set it in, mm. in, it's still going to be in the past, so we have an excuse not to have like a Superman cameo or something. or So people mm. can't say, well, wh- uh, where's the rest of the Justice League? Like they do about every other movie ever. But... And then they went. Well, they didn't you have know, like a, a young, um, <laughs> young Clark Kent or something <laughs> looking up from a cornfield or something. Cameo the <laughs> they just a hard <laughs> cut to ca- a cornfield in Kansas with a, something crash landing. Like, oh my god, Jonathan and Martha wished for a son. Oh no! Imagine if they actually went full throttle <laughs> forward and just had like, had like Superboy, like from the original comics, <sighs> like the really old comics, where like Superman was like a hero as a kid as well. Yeah, and yeah. He's just like flying around a cornfield throwing pies at people or something just, that they did back then. It's just Tom <laughs> Tom Willing wandering around Smallville for a second. Yeah. Somebody say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But let's, okay, so let's talk about, that's the plot in a nutshell. Let's, t- which, just to be on record is to say, is not very good, is the script no. is a mess. And that's, that's the mostly most of the issues in this movie come from that the fact that the script is just all over the place. It's it doesn't really yeah, know. I mean, like you, you said, the plot the plot does start, but for a long time, I mean, yeah, we do have an antagonist, of course we do, but we don't really know what his end goal is until like n- near to the end of the movie. We're, okay, yeah, no, even do. even then, it's still a bit confusing, to be honest. Yeah, it, like his his motivations and his. Even from a just a storytelling standpoint, as to like why, why Maxwell Lord, who in this movie is a like a a TV sales con man kind of guy, yeah. Why he's is trying he to like sell shares in an oil company or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's he's he wants to be an oil tycoon, but he's lost everybody's money, and now he's trying to con the world into giving. He bought more. all the places that. Don't have oil. Yeah, he took. He bought a lot of like all the expensive oil fields. It's all risky. A risky delve into the market with other people's money that he lost, and now he wants yeah. more money. But from there, it's just kind of like there. The MacGuffin of this movie, it, you know, like it's never really explained why Maxwell Lord is the only one who knows about it. 
and who wants yeah, it. Yeah, they never explain that, do they? How he found out about it, why he wants it, how he's attempting to get it, aside from like, like well, I, he heard a story one time about this thing, and nobody else did. Nobody at the Smithsonian. Yeah. The people, like the 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 learned folk of the Smithsonian, think it's a fake. That's the one thing I guess. Well, they they would talk about the material that was used. Like, oh yeah, this is often used in fakes. Yeah. Ah, but not this time. Oh, not, uh, not this. Oh, also, it's okay. used in super real things from <laughs> thousands of years ago, made by a god. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, fine, <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's all the fake stuff made from like god material. <laughs> this is fake. Yeah, because it's made by gods. They think it's fake because it's too yeah too, uh, too much for our mortal minds. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. And that's another one. Like, so the whole. Okay, so like there's a magic stone witch thing, and I'm gonna let you guess what the rest of that does. But one thing that it does is that it takes away the thing that you want the most and gives you the wish of whatever you make, right? It's a monkey's which paw, which is, you know, yeah. But like it's fine. But then when you know in in the movie, uh, Pedro Pascal Maxwell Lord is bestowed with these powers, and suddenly he can choose what is. The most important thing of theirs he can, that he, he wants. He can grant other people's wishes, but he can choose yeah. what he takes from them in return, yeah. essentially. Because he's the stone. <laughs> yeah, it, he, yeah, his wish wasn't, I wish for infinite wishes or something simple. Yeah. I wish to be super rich. I wish that all my investments turned out fine. He's like, I wish and to be And the weird thing is he can start you. seeing, like, like uh, not to get too much into it, but like he starts getting sick from the wishes. For some reason, yeah, I don't like know if that. Hurt. I don't know if that was. Straight. All right, I think gloves are off. We we seem to have okay. just gone straight into spoilers now. <laughs> okay, so leave if you're still <laughs> so want to be. Yeah, okay, fine. It's, we're it's doing over, lads. We're doing spoilers. Tried. Sorry, okay. uh, this is the mark. Cut right here. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't know if that was a case of like, the the back the downside of the monkey paw element to his initial wish was that his body started failing, or if it was just that like people wishing on him made him weak or like Actually, that's a really good question because if the stone takes the thing that they value the most for the wish what did it take of him that's why i i assume it was his health i i, I guess but i don't okay. i'm not re- i don't know i mean it's it's like everything else is kind of okay just mentioned and not really explained or anything but it's it's there it happens you know and it certainly does. While we're on the subject of Pedro Pascal, let's talk about the yeah. acting from just everyone in uh, general. Like everyone in general. Um, well, Gal Gadot is at her prime game as usual. She. This is the. She's at the height of her powers, <laughs> which is still extremely low. She generally. Yeah, I mean, don't she, get me wrong. I think she's very pretty and all, but as an actress, there is not much to her acting there's not a lot of levels there's not a lot of um there's not much to her as a person you know like sometimes i think she came out with the i'm a war criminal stuff to make her seem interesting in some way here you go folks here's the controversial stuff we were talking about here's the controversy trying to get you to talk and comment go on lads fucking um go on galgadot was in the idf right it's it's criminal (laughs) of this movie to have a character played by her go to the Middle East to save children from bombing. <laughs> just randomly. <laughs> they don't take any stance on anything. They're just like, yeah, all right, Wonder Woman's going to the Middle East now. She's going to save some kids. Fucking 
some really cheap effects looking kids in that scene where she's like catches them. Yeah, the moment she falling. catches them, they're just suddenly like fucking almost T pose into Oh, they're, they're <laughs> so obviously just two little wooden dolls she's holding. Like, yeah. Uh, also, like, can we just be clear? Like, those kids are stupid and they probably deserve to be knocked down because those cars were driving at full speed towards them for ages. Mm-hmm. The amount of times we flicked between mm-hmm. them. Not even. And they were almost over the road yeah. at one stage. Well, it's not even just that the cars were just driving for a long time, they were exploding. Yeah. The cars were blowing and shooting up. Guns Wonder Woman was throwing yeah. them into the air and shooting bullets at people and stuff. It's like, <laughs> they didn't see that? Playing the middle of going, oh. I'm oblivious to the nature of war because I live in the Middle East. In such a peaceful area of the world, you know. <laughs> Oh god, I don't know. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I think to, to anyway, sum Gal Gadot up, is not a great to sum it up, Gal Gadot, Yeah, she really reads. She reads lines like. At least maybe it's maybe it's because English is not her first language, and you know there is a little bit of a hesitancy. But a love is one tone, at least for me. You know, it's very. I d- I don't know. I mean, even if even if there's plenty of there's plenty of very good actors who English is not their first language, and they're still capable of displaying emotion when they speak it. She is still. It's, why is she? She's in her 30s, I presume. I don't know exactly. Okay, so she probably doesn't have much of an excuse then. Um, she's gotten into action, what, five, six years ago? Seven, eight, maybe? Um, I don't know, whenever the one of those Fast and Furious movies that came out was. It's probably like ten years ago. Oh, she one of those? That's what her, was her, first, her first big, kind of big role. Well, was a that explains in, a lot. In one of, I feel <laughs> like it was... explains a lot. I feel like it was the fifth, maybe the f- yeah. fifth and sixth... Fast and Furious yeah. movies, I think she was in, and then her character died in a plane that's flying or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, okay. Let's let's move on. Gal Gadot, you know our opinions now. Uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine is his charming, lovely self, but it very much does feel like he was walking past the studio and someone was like, "Hey, hey, hey, Chris, can you come here? Just just a few scenes. We'd love you. You just, just be in yeah, here for a few on. scenes. Just jump and do in. a few things. Yeah. All right. Woohoo. Yeah." And I get why, like, I get, and even I, I've seen Patty Jenkins and Gal Gadot herself have said this, that they, they they loved the fact that in the first movie, Diana was the, like, fish out of water who didn't understand anything about the world, and Steve Trevor was, like, explaining things to her. And in this movie, the roles are reversed, because Steve is back, and it's the 80s, and he doesn't know what a radio is, and but he can still fly a jet. No, he, he knows what radio is. He's just, he, but he's not like a fit. He just comes in. He's like, yeah. oh shit, this is unreal. He's well, closer. He loves everything as <laughs> well. Yeah, like, like he's dude. willing to experiment. And say, oh, let's let's wear fanny pack. Oh, <laughs> he's like, look at these. Yeah. This is great. I love it. <laughs> these clothes are unreal, man. I fucking love the eighties. Isn't the eighties class? <laughs> I had five pots of coffee. Woo! <laughs> yeah, it's very. It's, <laughs> like, it's the guy loves it. He's he's in love at the time. He's he's probably before going to see Diana. He probably just spent the fucking day loving this decade I, yeah. absorbing every yeah. single thing because there's one there's like one scene where and it's for some reason it's it's them going up an escalator where steve is yeah. like oh an escalator this is crazy oh i'm scared kind of diana and diana's like it's okay steve this is an escalator or whatever the fuck yeah she she goes like oh this is an important one yeah it's like I don't know why you went with that accent. But, you know, but it's like, like, remember in, in um, whichever, was it the Winter Soldier or one of them were, or Civil War maybe, where Captain yeah. America was given, like, he had, like, a list of, like, important things he'd missed since World yeah. War, whatever, whichever one he was in. And yeah. he has all, like, the Beatles and, like, all these, like, really big things on it. And Diana was like, Steve, you've, you've 
been shot 70 years into the future. You're a man out of time. You have to see an escalator. It's imperative. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. But, like, yeah, oh. his, his, his character's very cool with the... He, he, got, he got with it very fast, to be honest. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't really struggle yeah. at all. He's fine, and, you know... And he didn't take... Ter- um, he shouldn't have ta- taken terrible uh, fashion advice from uh, Diana. Like, no. He, he did look like a weird Indiana Jones person. Yeah, his... <laughs> That that scarf was bitching. He looked good. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Don't know. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, Kristen Wiig, of course, is Barbara Minerva, yeah. forward slash Cheetah, and yeah. I think she's fine. Forward slash Kristen Wiig. Like she's fine in it. It's it's <laughs> odd that like, like they cast somebody like Kristen Wiig, who's a comedic actress, and didn't really give her any comedy. She's just yeah. like. It's like a fair, like a bad a poor attempt like what I was saying earlier at like electro or something. It's just like her her character is a well worn like thread of character. Like this we've seen this character yeah. a million yeah, billion times. Yeah, especially in It's the nerd that kind of suddenly gets some power and turns into an evil bastard. Like yeah. that's literally we've seen it a million times, you know. Yeah, basically she's a trope. I don't know why they always go for that trope as well. It's just like Oh, this person who was bullied and wasn't super popular now turns into a villain the moment she gets some powers. Like, are you trying to say that all those kids before had the right instinct to bully her? But it's like, oh, you deep down knew this child was evil. Yeah, <laughs> and know? it's like they mostly like when they do this trope, they always have like a moment where they like they they snap and they become a villain. And Barbara's yeah. Barbara's is a guy tries to rape her, so she beats the shit out of him. And it's like I mean, just it's just a terrible thing she did. Like she's truly evil, what? isn't she? <laughs> like that's not evil. <laughs> what, the, what are you guys talking about? That's not evil. And from then on, her motivation <laughs> is like just oh, Diana wants to take away these powers and confidence that I have, so I'm gonna fight her. And they have a fight that takes place almost completely in blurred half lights. So you can't really see what's going on. <laughs> Lasts about five minutes and it's done. Yeah. That's it. She's just there because Maxwell Lord is not somebody that Diana can fight. Like fisticuff style, so they needed somebody no. else to fight it's her. It's philosophy, like yeah, yeah, it's like a yeah. conflict of beliefs with them, which is a convoluted yeah. mess at, towards the end of the movie that I'm not going to talk about because yeah. it's just a whole other thing. No, we'll, we won't go that. No, we won't go. <laughs> we won't go that much into <laughs> it. But yeah, um, Pedro yeah. Pedro Pascal then is Maxwell Lord is somebody that a lot of people I've seen have, have been saying that he steals the movie and he's like. He's really good in it, or whatever. Really? Yeah, a lot of people really liked his performance. I think it's okay. I I liked him. Do you think it's the Mandalorian hype? Uh, maybe. I liked him initially when he's first introduced. He's like this, like bumbling. He's this kind of. Oh, he's this like cheesy, faux, suave, like everybody loves me. I'm famous. I'm a TV personality kind of guy, which was interesting to see him play. It was nice. It was kind of a departure from other things yeah. he's done. Uh, by the end of it, he's just. <laughs> like my son it's it's not like a again most of it is not really a problem with him it's it's just the way it's written it's it's back to the script is just just all Shine. over the place it's just a mess it's kind of like yeah i don't know it's weird yeah it's very very I weird think the, the big there's a big part is like 
there's no one in this movie that I 100% disagree with. And I know people could say, well, that's a good thing. It makes you think more. It's like, But this is not what this movie should be trying to do. It should give us a villain, someone yeah. who is him. And I don't think uh, Maxwell Lord is an evil guy, for example. I think he got drunk with power, sure. And, and it's because of his, but he's all those things because of his anxiety and fear of failure. And you, we sh you know, I'm not going to go too deep into it, but we see what happened to him as a, as a child and you kind of go alright I, yeah I mm. can see this guy's kind of messed up like yeah. he's not the bad guy there is no bad guy and I know people argue well that's fine but it's a superhero movie yeah there should be a bad guy like even like Barbara Minerva like Cheetah she's not bad again it's it's down to her being scared and lack of control I know that's what the movie tries to tell you at the end it's like you know, we all wanted different lives and all this kind of stuff, but this world of beautifulness, truth, which is nice to say when you're a fucking demigod from an island of gorgeous, you know, women. <laughs> you know, uh, and the truth, she's the most beautiful thing. It's like, all right, love, calm down. Yeah, come on now. <laughs> Life it's, is shit for some people. That's you know, it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just... Uh, yeah. There's a lot more we could say, I think. There really is. There's a lot of... There's a the, particular with the ending. There's a whole lot of yeah. shit we could go into. But we won't take. We won't go that far yeah. into like spoiling. We won't tell you what happens in the after credits. But I like the after credits. That was the, nice. The post credit scene nice. was nice. It's um yeah yeah it was a nice little nod to things. Um I think yeah. but honestly by the point I arrived at it I I was so out I didn't really care. But it was nice yeah. in retrospect. It was a nice little yeah. thing. And there is one if anyone was wondering. There is a post credit. Well, mid credit mid credit scene. Yeah. Yeah, 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 and so that's I guess yeah I don't know if you had to summarize your opinion or your feelings on Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Okay, well look, um, I'll be the first person to say like I said at the beginning, um, I quite liked the first movie. I didn't think it was perfect, but I thought it was a really nice direction DC was moving. It was a fairly competent storyline. There were likable characters in it. There was a good bit of humor in it. Love it, great. Um, and I'm gonna be honest. Um, the sequel kind of bummed me out for that. Like, don't get me wrong. There is humor. There's plenty of jokes and humor in it. Like, I, I, I think it'd be wrong to say there wasn't. Yeah, I mean they're not funny, but there is. But yeah. they're just. It's not funny. It's trying to be funny. It's not funny. There's. This movie feels like, do you know what this movie feels like? It feels like uh, there was actually a second Wonder Woman movie set like in, let's say, 2000 or something. And this is like a direct-to-television mid-movie that didn't have the highest budget. And that's what we got. And it, it's The worst thing about this movie, it's pretty inconsequential to everything. It, it, it doesn't really matter all that much. Or it yeah, yeah, it should be. <laughs> I think th I think yeah. they're gonna find it hard to explain it away, but yeah, at the same time, yeah, I think for me, the biggest issue really for me is that, and this is not I'm not trying to disparage superhero movies as a genre. There's some really really good ones. Oh, we love them. But yeah. but like nine times out of ten, there's gonna be stuff that happen in a superhero movie in a comic book movie that doesn't really make much sense or isn't like you know they'll just explain it's science fiction they'll just be like oh whatever fuck who cares yeah and you like 
you're in it for the characters and for the, the heroic moments and things like that. So you don't really think yeah. about the little the little nitty nit bits too it's much. It's not science fiction. You know, it's it's not high drama. No, it's it's about the characters. Yeah, it's that kind of stuff. It's like but this movie had none of those things. So all I could do is sit here and think about the little tiny things that don't really make sense. Whereas yeah. at least if there was like if there was some really lovely Wonder Woman moments of her saving people and being a hero and doing things yeah. right and that kind of stuff, you just kind of overlook yeah. it. And a lot of people might, you know, a lot of people probably yeah. will. To be fair, to say that we don't get character moments is not fair. But I think it's how they're framed. They just, they don't matter too much. Like, again, I don't want to say because this one is later on, but she does make a choice that obviously is important to her, that hurts her, but she does it for the right reason, right? And, like, that's that's a character moment, but it didn't matter because, um, for me at least, uh, Gal Gadot wasn't a great actress in the scene. It didn't really feel like it's, she cared. Uh, yeah, much. but I, I don't know. Let's if not get into that. Like, it's, it's, just, it's just more for me that, like, all of the moments, and it's going back to, like, that the movie, for me, doesn't really have a reason to exist. There's nothing that happens in this movie. There's no, like, at the, by the end of it, it's like, oh, yeah, Diana learned a lesson. But did she really? Like, why did she need to learn that lesson? Like, it's, they they yeah. portray her as somebody that she wasn't in the first movie. And unless she became that person in the intermittent 70 years, and if, if that's the case, it yeah. doesn't matter because we don't know about it. It's like, she, this doesn't I, change I anything. She's still the exact same person she was if you haven't seen this movie. We as viewers... I guess maybe just us assume that Wonder Woman is a competent, strong person that, you know, can kind of look after herself and rebuild herself. And yeah, uh, you know, you expect her to be be not over these events, but she has walked her way through them and she's now stronger than ever. And she faces the world as a competent person. But no, it's 70 years of Wonder Woman being very sad. Yeah, and that's sad. That's kind of an insult to the character. It's yeah, yeah. It's kind of yeah. I don't know. So let's, let's let's remember, like when she that first scene in um, Batman vs Superman, where she jumps down and there she is with the shield and the music is ringing and like that. That was like everyone who thought, oh, Wonder Woman will be a great character for this, were instantly wrong. But here we see this strong, powerful woman, and I'm not saying dealing with emotional things is weak. It isn't. But I would have thought Wonder Woman had got over it after 70 bloody damn years. <laughs> she probably anyway. should have. Yeah. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah, it's just... Yeah. Oh, overall, I don't know. I'd probably give it like a 2 out of 5 or something. I guess. If we do ratings now. <laughs> I, I'm doing one. Whatever. To be honest, like I, a, I, th- I think I'd be with you. 2, maybe a 3. Yeah, it some, movie, it's like a... It's not like... I'm not going like, to... Here's, here's the thing. It's not terrible. It's not like... There are worse DC movies and there are worse superhero movies. Yeah. But it's Don't just dox Gal Gadot for this. <laughs> yeah, there are better there are better things to hate Gal Gadot for <laughs> than, than Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. And on that note yeah. <laughs> we're gonna end it there. Ran slightly longer than we expected to, but I hope you enjoyed it. We're gonna probably do some more of these little short like just quick quick fire reviews in the future i think um hopefully yeah, when structured a bit of fun yeah kind of thing. hopefully yeah. when 2021 when we're finally released from the clutches of covid and there are actual 
movie releases and stuff so we can talk about it again. <laughs> oh, imagine if we actually went to a movie together and watched it. Imagine that. Could you imagine? Wouldn't that be crazy? Uh, what a world. Uh, I, I actually, it still feels, it's just quickly before we go, folks, it's like I watch TV shows sometimes and I see characters walking right next to each other and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, what are you doing? <laughs> You know, because yeah. like, keep your two meter distance. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as always, if there is any movie coming out that you would like to hear us review, um, do let us know. We we do have, we have some things yep. in, in the pipeline that we're working on, um, but it's always nice to hear from anybody at all, really. Just please, you know. folks, please comment. Anybody. It's like shouting from the void at the moment. Just, you know, <laughs> even just a little like, hey, that was cool. And we'll go, oh, thank you so much. We love you. Marry me, sorry. Yeah, literally, Marry the me. first person to genuinely comment and say a few things about it, we're going to consider them our eternal super fan. Okay, we w- yeah, like we'll they will be praised. <laughs> we will give you the top fan badge on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, we'll we'll talk about you in the next podcast. We will, I swear, we, will. we don't have much else to talk about when it comes to that sort of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks again to anyone who's listening, and we will see you back for um. A proper full episode coming soon where we're doing yeah it's a it's a okay. shitty body cop movie but we'll get there <laughs> oh it's not cool <laughs> later guys bye bye Astrolo.